Phoenix Foundation, an episode-by-episode podcast review of CBS's action-adventure series, MacGyver. I'm Patrick O'Reilly. And I'm Richard Wells. And today we'll be tackling Season 3, Episode 17, Mask of the Wolf. The original air date for this episode was March 28th, 1988. It was directed by Cliff Bowl, and it was written by John J. Sackmar and Carrie Lenhart, and Calvin Clements Jr. and W. Reed Moran. A lot of people on this Last one. time we had four writers, I think, may have been Three for the Road, mm. which was mid-season two, maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A long time ago. Um, so why don't we discuss this episode in brief? In this episode, MacGyver and Jack team up to uh, help stop uh, some grave robbers from stealing a Native American artifact. Yep. Um, and where do we start this episode? Uh, well, again, exciting moment for me. Full theme song. Right, yeah. I noticed uh, that this morning. I, I mean, I question, obviously, when, how true these are to the airings. Mm-hmm. Um, but for episode choices, when they choose Especially to Especially have... after that, the whole multiple ending scenario. Right, right. For early retirement. Which, by the way, Costa got back to us and mentioned that um, in the uh, the way that it aired on the, on the DVDs is... She has her line about the shrunken head, and then they go into the karate conversation. Okay. And then on Netflix, it's just the shrunken head bit, mm-hmm. and then on the rerun recording that we watched, it was just the karate part. So there's three different ways that episode could end. That's so bizarre. Yeah, I don't know how they decided that, but it must be for it can't. Well, no, it can't be for running time, because it's the same amount of time, right? If they cut one out and put it in another. It's the same yeah. amount of time. I mean, it, I think it's just a creative decision on which side you're going to cut off. Yeah. But I think it makes more sense to cut out the Nikki stuff than it does to cut out the yeah. standard laugh and freeze frame ending of an mm-hmm. episode. And why would you cut out Pete talking about taking some time off to go to karate school? Yeah. Like, I mean, that's, that's just ridiculous and yeah, awesome. That's good. Um, but yeah, anyway. So <laughs> we start this episode with the full-length theme song. Again. Yeah, full-length theme song. And uh, MacGyver is driving down like a kind of like a rough little side street. It's supposed to be kind of like a ghetto-y kind of neighborhood. Yeah. Um, they try really hard to make it look messed up. Mm-hmm. And then when that fails, they just decide, well, let's just have one of the characters sitting on his front porch after just having been mugged. Right. Off screen. Off like, screen. Like we don't see the yeah. mugging. Just put a little blood on his face and then it won't play into the episode yeah. at all in any way. Yeah, I'm and- assuming that that guy just fell on set. Yeah. Like, no, uh, we don't have time to clean it up. Let's just say he got mugged right he, now. He fell down some stairs. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, the um, the uh, Native American is, I believe they say his name is Jamie right. later on, but uh, they, yeah. they just call him Two Eagles Yeah. Uh, for the most of the part of the episode. Yes. Or Old Man. <laughs> yeah, or Old Man. He gets called yeah. Old Man a lot by people who are not that much younger than him. Yeah. Um, and even Jack. Not, not he doesn't call him Old Man. He says that he is an yeah. Old Man. Yeah. But I think he is made up to look a little bit older than he actually is. Yeah. I think he, I think he's only like 50, 51, somewhere in that range mm. when they shot this. But uh, the actor who's playing him is uh, Floyd. Floyd. Yeah, Floyd Red Crow Westerman. Right. And uh, very frequent of the X Files. Right. Uh, this is this is his first like big thing. Mm-hmm. But then he he, spoiler alert, resurrects Mulder. Yeah. <laughs> Um, um, during the course of the X-Files, in case you thought Mulder died in Season 2 and didn't show up right. anywhere further into the season. Um, a a he, lot of the X-Files deals with Native American because yeah. of the potential influence of alien cultures. And, and stuff. He, he's one of the more important ones to the story. He plays Albert Hostein, who ends up in five episodes altogether. Mm-hmm. Um, he also played Uncle Ray Firewalker in 26 episodes of Walker, Texas Ranger. Yeah, And he'll come back to MacGyver for the episode Trail of Tears later. God, we keep talking about Trail of Tears a lot. Yeah. Like people who are going to be in that episode. Yep. And I don't have any memory of it. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't either. But I, um, all I know for sure is that it's going to have a lot of the Native American actors that we've covered mm-hmm. so far. So um, Two Eagles is of the uh, fictional Kakwani tribe. Right. And Because uh, I tried to look them up and I couldn't find it. But what I did find was a thing called the Kakwani Index. Right. Which apparently is an index used to measure how progressive a social intervention is. Right. I was like, what? <laughs> they have an index for that? Yeah. And I guess they use it to, like, to figure out, like, if they if they change something about a society, like, impose, like, a huge levy on taxes or something like that, how 
how it's going to affect the population. Yeah. It, it's uh, like 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 a new healthcare provision, like Obamacare. Yeah. Like if we do this, what kind of an effect? What would is it have? the Kukwani index? <laughs> like somewhere on a document, there's a Kukwani index on the Obamacare plan. Right. Um, so yeah, so he'd been mugged. And uh, so Jack decides to kind of like you know he's he's living with two eagles, right? And so he kind of like fixes him a, a meal to make him feel better, uh, but it ends up being what eggs and chocolate sauce, something like that, yeah. And then he just starts telling him one of the tales of of his adventures with MacGyver. Mm-hmm. In this case, he's telling him the plot of the episode Jack in the Box, right? With the the, the search for BB Bartell's money, right? And he goes completely into detail of like the the ending of the episode, and... mm-hmm. but. But Two Eagles is not listening at all. Yeah, he get, kind of gets up from the table and he goes and he gets his walking stick and you get the impression he's like, heard this story too many times <laughs> and he's going he's gonna to bludgeon uh, Jack to death, but he doesn't do that. Um, Two Eagles uh, takes his, his walking slash talking stick. Um, it seems like he's reminded by a story about treasure hiding in a cave mm-hmm. of some treasure that he knows of yeah. hiding in a cave that he could probably go get on his own but he's decided to enlist his new roommate's help. Right. Who seems like a 100% swindler. I don't know why you would trust Jack of all people with Well, this. I mean, Jack's been... Jack, it appears that Jack is at least friendly and kind to him. Right. Um, but, I mean, he knows other people in his own tribe that he could go do this. Exactly. Thing. But he's decided that Jack is going to be the first white man to see the Mask mm-hmm. of the Wolf. Hey, Jack's capable. Like, Mac, Mac knew Jack was going to come back for him when he was in the winery. Right. Um... So he's he's a capable guy. I feel like he could have just gone gone to Anna Lightfoot and been like, "Hey, let's go get the mask of the wolf." Yeah, and uh, and then everything's gonna be okay. Yeah, we'll be rich. But we'll... instead, uh, for the sake of plot, yeah, he bring he brings in Jack. Um, he uh, wants to retrieve the the mask of Illicom, uh or wolf in the again Illicom being a fictional word. A, a word in a fictional language. Yeah, I I I, I looked up. Uh, I found a list of wolf in different Native American languages, just to see if if it if it kind of came close to yeah. any. I mean, it wasn't a comprehensive list or anything, but yeah. it hit like the major different uh, peoples all over the country of and North none America. Of, none of them were especially nah, close. To no, no, nothing were very close to Elkhorn. Yeah. And the the spelling, at least from the Netflix subtitles, brought me nothing. So yeah, um, people who were reciting stuff about the episode online were spelling it like. Com with a C O M. Yeah. Yeah, I saw like I L L E H K A M was the Netflix spelling. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it was a, uh, you know, I, it's just fictional. I, yeah. I, I'm just gonna put my foot down and say it's fictional. <laughs> um, as an expert of Native American people and their culture, uh, <laughs> uh, so Two Eagles tells Jack that uh, there's a sacred artifact, the Mask of Illicom, and it's in a cave up in the mountains. And that the walking stick, the talking stick, has a map in a pictograph language. Uh, but, uh, you know, and so Two Eagles is just beseeching Jack. Right. Help help an old man. He calls himself an old man at this point. Yeah. <laughs> and Even though we remind you he is about 50, 51. Yeah. That's pretty old. <laughs> in the 80s, in the 80s, that's old. Don't listen, uh, listeners. <laughs> Don't trust anyone over 40. Almost um, our entire audience is in their fifties. How dare you? <laughs> uh, so Jack is more than willing to help, but he's also more than willing to bring MacGyver along because he doesn't have a car. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, but MacGyver was planning on going skiing, and like we catch MacGyver in the midst of uh, melting wax onto his skis using an iron, a yeah. clothing iron, which doesn't seem like the best idea. No, probably not. But um, he's pushing back against Jack. He doesn't want to go on this adventure. Mm-hmm. And he says uh, that he, he plans on going skiing for the weekend where the greatest danger is an overcrowded hot tub. Yeah. Apparently having blocked out all memory of the avalanche that right. killed him last time. Ugh. <laughs> uh, that's and like, but overcrowded hot tubs is kind of gross. Yeah. Like I would, I like, like, one or two people in a hot tub I'm fine with, but it's, like, like five or six people in a hot tub. It's just, like... You start to feel like you're in the wave pool over at Raging Waters. <laughs> yeah. This water's even warmer than it's supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> There's an awful lot of skin making contact with this water. <laughs> so Jack guilts MacGyver into coming. Um, but before MacGyver's willing to 
go out on the adventure. He wants to do some research. Um, which I feel like all everything that bad happened in this episode because MacGyver needed to yeah, do... Yeah, if they hadn't done any research, they would have been fine. Yeah, it's like, I, don't, I really don't understand what MacGyver it seems like he's going to accomplish. Yeah. Because it doesn't play into anything for the rest of the episode. He doesn't, like, learn a symbol or learn a trick or learn anything about, yeah. like, the troubles that they might encounter. It's as arbitrary to the plot as as two eagles having been mugged, mugged. right before MacGyver got there. So... They're at a Native American library and just kind of researching uh, ill and calm legends and, and the potential of the mask and where it might be. And he's having a lot more luck than we did finding the word. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. They're, they, they, there's a whole like reference section. Yeah. Um, so they're talking really loudly about the mask of the wolf they're mm-hmm. after. And, uh, you know, overheard now by Grant, who is a local grave robber. Yeah. Played by... Gary Lockwood. Gary Lockwood, Dr. Frank Poole mm-hmm. of Stanley Kubrick's 2001 A Space Odyssey. Yeah, that was and great. I didn't even recognize him in the episode until I was looking it up later, and I was like, oh my god, that yeah, is his, Frank. Yeah, his IMDb page picture is, yeah. is from 2001. Yeah, like every picture on the top, like the whole like gallery thumbnails mm-hmm. are all from 2001. I was like, yeah. oh my god, that's crazy. And he has worked pretty consistently in television, yeah. but he really hasn't had a lot of big roles. And even mm-hmm. after 2001, he would play four and five characters on various TV serials. Mm-hmm. But this is uh yeah, this is just one of his one of his regular TV roles and yeah. it's just crazy to see to see him show up in this episode. Uh so yeah, he's listening in and uh while they're going over more and more information about yeah, the Gar- mask. He has his, basically, like, an assistant. Yeah, Perry. Perry, Who yeah. is also a uh, Kokwani, uh, of Kokwani descent. Right, yeah. Um, the Again, is the fictional uh, Native American tribe. Right. And, uh, and then, uh, so, while MacGyver and Jack are leaving, like, still talking loudly about the, the mask... Perry and Grant have their little aside, like, wait a minute, like, you know, oh, they might have a lead on this mask. And Perry's like, ah, it's just... And it just so happens that Perry is a member of the same tribe. Yeah. And knows the legend, and he says, oh, it's yeah, it's just old man talk. Old man talk. So was King Tut's tomb until they found it. It was like, was King Tut's tomb the subject of of discussion? Yeah. I guess it was. Um, So they plan to follow uh, MacGyver and Jack, to where they're heading, which is back to Two Eagles' place. Right. And so MacGyver leaves because he's going to go get their gear. He's going to get, like, warm coats and yeah, everything boots and stuff need. like that because they're going to have to go hiking up in the mountains. And as Jack goes to inform Two Eagles that they're going to be getting ready to go, um, Two Eagles kind of gives him a quick rundown of the map. Like, he's, like, showing him on the stick and then showing him on the actual map where they need to get to. Which, f- by the way, if you want to leave a treasure map and keep things as secret as possible, don't use a pictographic language. Yeah, map, because that's the only thing that someone could interpret without actually reading your language. Exactly. Um, but not in this case because. Uh, well, Perry claims that he can't read it, but it's like, but you can. Like, look, it's the he, pictures. He's and like arrows. pointing out like the trails, and yeah. and there's like an eagle pointing in a direction, and then you follow that. Mm-hmm. It's like I could have figured this out if you gave me enough time. Um. So, uh, you know, Perry and Grant burst in on. Uh, Jack and Two Eagles as they're discussing the, the, the trail. Right. And they're going to... At first, they're just going to take the stick. Um, but, you know, Perry realizes he can't re- read it, so he they have to take Two Eagles along with them. Yeah. And then Perry just knocks out Jack. Just yeah, one just punch, man. Real swift punch <laughs> in the face. <laughs> and I love Jack's response uh, after... It's like, oh man, they yeah. took him. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Pete. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh no. He was my friend. <laughs> I killed my best friend. Um the, I forgot to mention earlier when we when we see the sort of flashbacks from Two Eagles, um, where he's talking about having spoken with his grandfather about the uh the mask and having seen it in person when he was mm-hmm. a child. Um, the person playing his grandfather is uh Chief Katlacha who we had in Ghost Ship. Right. And basically was... his IMDb page is just this episode and Ghost Ship, and that's it. Yeah, in, the, in Ghost Ship he was the one telling the story of uh, the Sasquatch. Right. That's right. That was an episode about Bigfoot. <laughs> don't forget that. <clears throat> Never forget that Ghost Please, Ship. Please, listeners, was don't about... forget. 
never forget Bigfoot. <laughs> I want that to be a shirt. <laughs> never forget. Uh, Ken Kersinger as Bigfoot. <laughs> it's true. Uh, so, uh, Jack had tried to call the police. Yeah, when, they... when MacGyver shows up, he's standing out on the porch, sort of like touching his jaw, like he still feels the pain of having been knocked out. Mm-hmm. And then he's just like, oh man, they must have took him. And then he's like, didn't you call the police? And he's like, yeah, I already called him. And I was like, then why did you say, oh man, they must have took him? Like, you just realized it. <laughs> like, it's, I guess you just called the, called to inform the police that he had been knocked out. Yeah. Someone someone knocked me out. and they. I made... thought maybe he would be waiting out here. <laughs> but he's not. Um, and then he's like, so what did the police say? And he said, well, I told them that two eagles Native went... American Charles Bronson stole two eagles <laughs> in search of the mask of the wolf, and they hung up on me. No. Yeah. That it's 400 miles out of their jurisdiction, which I don't, 400 miles seems a bit much. Yeah, I mean, they, they did say they had to drive all night. Yeah. But but it's like, call the police there if that's where yeah. you think they are. Like, And like I said, call the tribal police. Yeah. Tribal police is a thing. If it's if it's a populated reservation, which it seems like it is because. At least uh, Anna lives there. Yeah. Um, so they probably, and she, and Anna mentions that, or at least you assume that she's talking about other people in dog sleds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, when they, they, they end up going to, to try and find two eagles and they get to the, uh, Kukwani, uh, Kukwani band. Yeah. The Kukwani band. Um, Jack has kind of like a, I know we kind of skipped ahead, but sure. Um, I'll just, we'll just build it back up here a little bit. Um, they, uh, they have to drive all night and, uh, Jack, like, Offers to take over the wheel for mm. the second half of the the drive, and I probably didn't sleep for the first half because he was just talking to talking Gavis about Bibi Bartel. Yeah, <laughs> talking about Bartel and the five million dollars that Gavis set on fire. I can't believe you threw a lot of money away. Can you believe it, Mac? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, we also have a quick scene with uh, two eagles, Grant and Perry. Uh, two eagles is trying to prey on uh, Perry's. Uh, Kwani heritage, like trying right. to say, how can you do this? Just it's keeps like, reminding him of the embarrassment that he's being to his yeah. to his forefathers. And uh, at first, it's not working, but it slowly starts to to Bear affect him. him. Yeah. yeah. Um, By the way, Grant and Perry are constantly referring to two eagles as old man. Old man, yeah. Even though old man is a mere five years older than Perry and a mere six months older than Grant. Yeah, they 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 never refer to him as anything but old man or he's just a old man. Yeah. Or an old man, because grammar. So at the reservation, uh, obviously Perry and Grant with two eagles arrived first. Right. And they had uh, secured some snowmobiles. So they're ready to start off on the trail. And again, two eagles is trying to convince Perry to stop, to not do this. And the, the, also that two eagles says, like, if I do this, I'm committing a sacrilege against my own people. And yeah. This is like not an easy choice for me. But Perry also repeatedly says, what have they done for me lately? Mm-hmm. Like he feels like he's not getting anything out of his ancestry. And this is his yeah. one chance to profit off of it. Yeah. I work for Grant and I drive a Camaro, even, which is, yeah. Even though Grant drives like a really beat up old truck. But also when he says, what have they done for me lately? They paid for your Camaro. Cause all the money that you make is from grave robbing native Americans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so they, By the way, how many Native Americans are just getting buried in pounds of bling that he can buy a Camaro off of that? Oof, I guess, I guess, I guess enough. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, because because Perry mentions like a, a boneyard at one point, like yeah. before they're talking about the mask. Yeah, this is like another place that they're probably gonna go start digging stuff yeah. up. But I guess, I guess it's weird that he preys specifically on Native American graveyards. Like, yeah. if you're gonna commit to grave robbing, like. Why, why rob from your own people? <laughs> like, yeah. Why wouldn't you just go find white people to steal from if the white guy doesn't care? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the white guy's totally against that. Yeah. No, 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 you can't steal Not from my people. Not nearly as hard to find a, a white person graveyard. <laughs> you have to, like, look up books in a Native American library to find mm-hmm. these old boneyards. Uh, so they, uh, they hop on the snowmobiles, but as they're passing a, a couple of branches... Two eagles kind of like tosses his necklace onto one of the branches as they go by, right? Leaving a, a sign on the trail for for Jack and MacGyver. Yeah. And uh, because we want to set them up as master trackers. Yeah. Because following these snowmobile treads. Yeah. I guess is it's the same as following a 
mm-hmm. deer or whatever. Well, I guess it also is letting them know that two eagles is still alive. Right. Yeah. Um. Because uh, they because they're not sure what's going to happen once they get the mask if they're going to kill two eagles or if two eagles doesn't cooperate will they kill them along the way and then yeah. try to figure it out. Um. So uh, you know they're they're in a hurry to catch up to him obviously. Uh, they come across the uh, uh, the snowboard the the truck Perry's truck yeah Grant's just truck. parked on the side of the road with a trailer behind right. it and so since they don't have uh, any gear to go in other uh, other than on foot they they kind of like are losing time because now they're getting more and more they're fun. moving slower than the yeah, people exactly. they're following um so Grant Perry and two eagles reach the first marker which is a circle of totems yeah but in the snow they've been completely buried because they've also been toppled over over time yeah so i think i feel but it's still pointing in the right direction well no i feel because two eagles already knows where to go like he said to to jack once you get to the circle of to- totems you head north yeah like and um, so he goes there and he brushes all the snow off of it takes but, his time reading the situation yeah like he, he's i really feel like he's stalling for time for the sake of MacGyver and Jack, who he assumes are hot on his trail. Yeah. And because uh, otherwise he wouldn't he wouldn't have left the necklace otherwise. Like right. He, yeah, that he, makes sense. He, he's assuming that that someone's coming for him. And uh, bold and, assumption, old man. Mm-hmm. You're a fool, old man. <laughs> My father was a fool like you, and also old man. <laughs> uh. So uh. So they kind of you know. Perry Grant and, and two eagles head off. Uh, meanwhile, MacGyver and Jack come across Anna Lightfoot. Right. Uh, she she is like, just a cabin in the snow. Yeah, I, it seems to be some kind of store, like a general store. But yeah. I guess like this time of year, she says this time of year we don't get many people. Yeah. Um. Uh, other than trappers, which it seems like are normal she is, she assumed they were trappers mm-hmm. and that they were trying to trap on Indian land. And she says, "Oh well, you know, you need a permit to do that here." Yeah. And then they explain, no, we're looking for two eagles. Here's mm-hmm. his necklace. We think he came this way with a couple right. of guys. And uh, Anna remembers two eagles from when she was young. Yeah. Um, uh, again, it doesn't, uh, they, they hammer home that there aren't many Kakwani people left. Yeah, and he makes that point early in the episode, too, by saying that, you know, his the ways of his people are lost and that the tribe mm-hmm. is split and spread and that no one's around anymore. It's not, yeah. a, it's not as organized as it once was. But the mask is going to help that, right? Like, the the mask being proven as real because until it then, can unify the tribe. Yeah, because it's been like a ghost story, right? Or not ghost story, but but just, just a, a legend. legend yeah. yeah. Um. So they were asking Anna if she has a snowmobile so they can catch up, but she's got something better. Right. Dog sled team. Yeah. Yeah. Did oh, it's awesome. Um. She she boasts that they have won the uh, Kakwani band uh, race three years in a row. Which we're assuming is because she's the only person with any yeah. dogs. <laughs> I win again! <laughs> oh, look at that, guys. We did it. All right, back to the house. <laughs> she has all these trophies made. <laughs> they get bigger every year. Uh, uh, she's kind of sarcastic with them a little bit. You know, she's saying, like, a, like she's kind of teasing uh, uh, MacGyver and Jack a bit. But, um, uh, you know, they're... MacGyver apparently has had some dog sled training because he remembers some of the commands. Yeah, typical MacGyver situation. Like, well, I have no idea how to do this except for that I say hike to go forward and and gee to go right and ha uh, to go left and mm-hmm. and whoa, whoa to, to stop. stop and not, not only not only whoa to stop, but you throw an anchor yeah, around like a, a tree. Just giant metal hook. She's like, throw this at a tree if you want to stop the dogs <laughs> and choke them all and break their rib cages. <laughs> That'll stop them. <laughs> Teach those dogs to get you where you want to go. Uh, the actress who's playing Anna Lightfoot here is Marion Jones, and she was on a series called Beachcombers, which I am not familiar with. Mm-hmm. And she played a character named Laurel in 92 episodes of the show. Um, Gotta look this show up. 92 episodes? Yeah, that's definitely her, her biggest credit on her on her IMDb page. Other than this episode, obviously. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming it's some kind of like police lifeguard kind of show. Yeah, it could be. That's the only thing I can think of, because like a or it's a barber shop that's in Venice Beach, <laughs> <laughs> where they don't cut your hair; they just comb it the way you like it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> comb, comb all the sand out of your hair. Yeah. We ain't found shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna 
chopped or cut. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so now uh, Grant, Perry, and Two Eagles. I have them in my notes as TW, and I, I, every time I see it, I just want to say TW. <laughs> <laughs> TW, yeah. <laughs> old TW. Wait, TW? Why TW? <laughs> Two Eagles. Oh, wait, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I put T.W. D.W. Because it's the first two letters of his name. (laughs) Not not an acronym. Wow, I was really tired when I did this, by the way. (laughs) T.W. (laughs) Well. J.W. Pepper. Yep. Okay. Well, anyway, moving on from my crazy (laughs) ignorance. Um, They find the cave. Hey. Um, Um... they, they find that cave entrance and uh, Two Eagles is kind of kind of like, again, giving Perry like a last chance to back out. Yeah. Like, before you go in there, you should know you could stop right now. Yeah, uh, this is the point of no return. Because Two Eagles has a, an Basically ace what Two Eagles is saying is, we could kill this white man <laughs> yeah. and scalp him if you want to. <laughs> but let's go into the cave and steal our ancestors' property. Yeah. But, but Two Eagles has the, his ace in the hole. You know, he's yeah. got he's he's got a he plan. He knows there's he knows that there's traps. Mm-hmm. Um, but for some reason, when they get into the cave, there's like a howl of a wolf and and some kind of carving on the wall. Right. And this is a very weird moment. Grant just takes out his gun and shoots it. Yeah, he shoots at a cave drawing of a wolf because he can hear wind howling through the cave, mm-hmm. which I assume means that there's more than one entrance, right? Uh, well, that would be. The, yeah. Well, well, but that might make sense with the the cave, the wolf cave. Right. Like maybe it, it goes, it, like it kind of snakes out or something yeah. like that. And... But either way, so he he sees a cave painting of a wolf, and he hears a wolf, and so he shoots at it like he's Coral from Doctor No. Yeah. Like scared of a dragon truck, and then we see it hit the wall. They cut back to Grant saying something like, "Oh, it must have just been the wind." Yeah. Not that cave painting howling at me. <laughs> and then they cut back to the wall, and it looks like the drawing's just gone. I, like, I don't know if I'm missing it, or if the angle changed and it's just harder to see, but it looks like the drawing disappeared after I, he shot I, at it. I think it was a a, a trick of lighting yeah. and shadow. Like, But did they do it on purpose to hide the no, painting, I, it, it was or probably was it just like, lit differently? I think they just lit it differently, and it didn't show up Either way, well it looks film. like the cave painting disappears after he shoots at it, which is very strange. Yeah, which makes it scarier yeah maybe it's real mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they move deeper into the cave right and uh two eagles uses his uh talking stick to reach into like a, a hole where there's a a pin holding these logs together right um because the, the... and then when he loosens the pin then mm-hmm. the logs can roll in such a way that he's using them as a sort of a fulcrum right to, to, to slide a wall out of the way exactly which leads into the the cave of the wolf right and uh, meanwhile, uh, Mac and Jack are getting closer. They find the totem poles, and uh, they see that they've been cleared off. Uh, assuming it's a signal again from two eagles, like that that he's still around enough to to leave signs on the trail that they've yeah, been there. Yeah. Again, there are snowmobile trails. I don't feel that they need all these other indications. Right. Yeah. But it's also an excuse for like Mac and Jack to have like this weird side conversation about. That MacGyver has like a bad feeling that they're gonna kill two eagles. Yeah. When they get the wolf mask. But well, that's... his his reasoning behind that is that they've they have tried to hide two eagles the whole mm-hmm. way in, including and, past Anna's. So that way, nobody would notice when they came out without him. Mm-hmm. But did did Anna notice the guys go by? Yeah, yeah. She she's chopping wood outside, and she, and... she turns and sees them go by, okay. and then goes back to. How were they hiding two eagles on snowmobiles? They weren't. He, he... So then that. Yeah. That point makes no sense. Yeah, it. it I, again, there's no, there's no point. Because she's the only person that could have seen them with two eagles. Right. And she did see them with two eagles. Okay. The, this scene should have been, they're on the dog sled. They see the, the they come to a stop. See the totem pole, and they're like, all right, they come through here. Let's go, keep going. Yeah. Like that should and have been. And maybe MacGyver could have said, well, once they have the mask, they don't need. They have no reason to bring him back with. Right. Them. Other than, like, don't don't bother bringing up points like, oh, well, nobody saw them with two eagles except for the only person who saw them. Yeah. So, uh, two eagles has uh, lit a whole bunch of, uh, like, flame pits inside yeah. the cave. 
which I love. I love is like a like your classic tomb. Yeah. Uh, like you, you just like there's always a torch. Snakes. <laughs> yeah, the snakes are always still alive, and there's always torches that are fresh and ready yeah. to are be lit again. Are those snakes just like cannibalistic snakes that are feeding off of each other? It's the only thing I can think of, and also. I know some species of snakes give live birth. Yeah. So it's like, you know, at least you would assume that the eggs, if they're not laying eggs, that the live birth, like some of them could get away. Yeah. They're eating the other ones. I don't know. Well, I mean, there's obviously a way out of that tomb, so that they yeah. must be able to get in and out, I guess. Uh, talking about Indiana Jones here, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> for, for the people there's who There's no snakes in this episode. Yeah, no snakes in this one. Because um, it's winter. Maybe all asleep. Uh I don't know if we mentioned that, but the snowmobiles are in winter. Yeah. <laughs> snowmobiles don't work so well <laughs> in the uh, in the spring. My theory on this is that the writers wanted um, MacGyver and Jack to be trackers, and they were like, but they can't track in real life. And then it's like, well, what if it's snowing? Then it's easier to see tracks. Yeah. And they're like, why would the guys be walking through snow? Let's give them snowmobiles. Oh, that's an even easier track to follow. Yeah. It's just, it, it's just basically the trail to follow. Just follow that trail. Right. You don't need to, to read signs or understand anything. Yeah. Uh, but Two Eagles has started like a little ceremony. Like, again, again, I believe that he's stalling for time. Right. I I mean, he could be doing like a legitimate ceremony thing to honor the mask. But I, I really feel that he's just buying time Yeah. for uh, Mac and Jack to get there. But what's funny is that Grant and Perry are kind of humoring him. Like, yeah. That, which is totally against character for Grant, for sure. Like... He's just kind of like uh, giving him like his space, but then he after a while he says, "Okay, that's enough. Um, <laughs> let's get the mask off here." Yeah. Um, but there's a a pin holding the 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 headpiece to this uh, pillar. Yeah. And so it's like a railroad spike. Yeah, it's like, like yeah, it's like, a, and I didn't quite understand what happened here because it's like they pull the pin out, but the booby trap doesn't start until the mask's been lifted. It seems like as soon as you pulled that pin out, the booby trap would start. Yeah. Um, but maybe it had been stiff for sitting in that cave for 15 yeah, yeah, years yeah. or something. Um, so as soon as they lift up the, the, the wolf mask off this pillar, there's like a plug with a, the hole for the pin, and it starts to descend, which is causing everything to like shake all around them. But So Grant just kind of like stabs his knife into it and stops it from and he doesn't uh, jam it just directly into the hole that the pin was in he just sticks it into the wood yeah and that keeps the post from sinking further into the exactly statue the body of the statue and that's when they realize that that's why two eagles had been so cooperative lately because like he had just planned to let them get trapped or buried or crushed in this cave but didn't work didn't work and so uh Grant plans to kill two eagles because two eagles pretty much was going to kill him now. Yeah. So now Grant feels justified in his murder. Yeah. Um, I was going to kill him anyway, but now I feel like I really should kill him. Yeah. Finally, uh, righteousness was the last ingredient <laughs> I needed. You all saw it. <laughs> he tried to murder me. It was self-defense. <laughs> uh, uh, they have like a little bit of a, of a fight because two eagles tries to pull the knife out. Um, and Grant throws him to the ground and kind of hits him into a rock a little bit. Um, but Perry t- pleads with him not to finish him off because he's old, he's going to die from the cold or wolves anyway. Uh, so they just kind of tie him up as they leave the cave. So Mac and, and Jack have now arrived just outside of the cave, and they see the snowmobiles and figures they, that they all have to be inside. Yeah. So they, but they have to hide the dog sled team. See now, when the, when the guys come back out of this cave, I thought that the trick was going to be that MacGyver and Jack had like dug a fake pit in front of their mm-hmm. snowmobiles, so that when they got back on them, they would have just fallen in the pit. Right. That's not what happens. No, that's not what happens at all. So, um, and they didn't sabotage the snowmobiles so that they wouldn't work. Right. Which no, also would have been a good that idea. That would have been great. Yeah. <laughs> Any number of things that they could have done. Yeah. They chose not to do. So instead they let the dogs all run off so that they wouldn't hear the barking from inside. Right. And uh, and let them drive off with the mask of Villancom. Right. And without two eagles. And without two eagles. So Who, then they go into the cave to find him. Right. But at this point, I would presume he was dead. Right. I also, if I were these two bad guys, not that I'm trying to give anyone any ideas, but I would have closed up that wall so that they wouldn't have been able to find the... Right. 
the room of Illicom so quickly. Exactly. But um, they left all the doors open on their way in. So the MacGyver and Jack find him pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they find him tied up, and MacGyver's going to cut him loose. But Jack With finds... With Swiss Army knife. And yeah. he says, ah, oh, forget that little red thing. Yeah, here, use this knife. And Jack pulls the 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 blade from the uh, booby trap before two eagles can say, no, don't do yeah. that. Didn't you wonder why he was in there? Yeah. Um, clearly that's not part of... Uh, and of course Jack plays his usual bumbling self, like, oh, 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 oh what's happening? I don't it, know what to do. It would have been funny if you tried to put it back. Yeah. <laughs> like, <"Ooh." laughs> yeah. But it was too late. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a cool trap because uh, basically one log rolls forward and that causes these two other statues to fall forward. Yeah. And that breaks loose another piece of rock that's... I don't quite understand how the mechanism works, but it releases a whole bunch of sand, which causes... Yeah, he said there was a piston in the wall. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. I don't think they would have used a piston for that. It seems like it would have just been a... A counterweight. Yeah, a counterweight, and it would have dropped, and you would need the strength of five or six people to lift the door yeah. to put it in place to load the sand in. Because the whole the whole concept that there's a piston that lifts the door means like that the door is like attached to it and they would have to have the strength to lift it. It also implies that they would have wanted this mechanism to work to open and close the door. Yeah. When really all they need is something to release a heavy door to close it and lock people in. Right. But because of this supposed piston that's in the wall, they're able to... MacGyver up a solution in mm-hmm. the form of first Jack's suggestion is to set the door on fire because <laughs> it is a wooden door it in is his a wooden defense door. yeah it is a wooden door but it's a very heavy wooden door that would take a long time to burn through and they're in a small compact cave mm-hmm. and the smoke MacGyver points out would very quickly suffocate them yeah even though there's already several torch pits lit yeah. in that room yeah they're slowly but that, dying there's not as much smoke coming from the torch pits because they're probably gas powered <laughs> <laughs> that's some clean burning yeah, they Native some, American torch pits. Yeah. Um, and so uh, they basically decide that they're just going to wait for the sweet embrace of death. <laughs> and uh, and Two Eagles starts tossing some of his, his uh, powder into the fire, and it's sparking up, and, and uh, MacGyver notices the chemical reaction of the mm-hmm. fire and the, and the sand or whatever he's tossing in. And then he goes to inspect the powder and just by feel or yeah. by the smell the reaction, maybe. he's able to determine that it's basically like a mix of copper and zinc powder, which is coincidentally what they were mining in the cave from BB Bartel uh, from yeah BB Bartel's cave, um, which uh, got mentioned earlier in the episode. But, and I wondered if maybe they were, they were trying to figure out a way to use the actual, metals from the mine in that episode and they mm. couldn't think of a way to use them yeah and they were like oh well you know if we mix them together they could they could explode and they were like yeah we don't really there's, there's already dynamite here we don't need a reason for something else to explode right so they're like yeah we'll put it in a different episode later yeah um but yeah so they they basically set up a fuse and um a pile of this powder by the door mm-hmm. underneath in where the, the sand fell out yeah like they 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 because they're assuming the, the piston is like straight up from right. there and so then they light it, and when it blasts, it hits the piston, knocks the the door up, mm-hmm. which I don't think would happen. Yeah, it, it's... And then they have a 2x4 there, or a 4x4, four four, something, yeah. like a big piece of wood that yeah. they're able to lodge in the door to keep would it Would have snapped immediately. Yeah. Like... If the door was heavy enough to break it at all, it would have done it when it was coming down, not yeah. after. Um, but they're able to, to, to hold it up for a few moments while Long they... enough to have, for everyone to shimmy under the door. Yeah. <laughs> and then for Jack to play a little Indiana Jones joke, right? Uh, reach back in to get his lucky hat. I also like when Jack's trying to get through. He's like, because he's like the largest member. Yeah, he's just like eh, trying yeah. to squeeze himself. Through. I think you you likened him to Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but so they all get out of the cave, and then the next plan is to get back to um, Anna's, I guess. Right, because uh, well, yeah, I mean. Anna is like would be like the logical stop because she probably has a phone, right? Um, and she would probably call the tribal police, yeah. Which any person would at this point. Or maybe there isn't one because it's such a dissociated tribe that there, there's just not something in yeah, place. Yeah, I, I suppose that's true. But she probably has a radio. She can call. St- or the local police. Yeah, like because there's a guy with a gun. Yeah. He's kidnapped people. He's yeah. left people for dead. These are crimes. Uh. Meanwhile, Perry and Grant uh, 
Perry runs out of gas in his snowmobile because the, they've been driving around for too long. And yeah. the weight of having two people on the snowmobile was too much. But Perry is now having more and more guilt about uh, stealing the mask and leaving two eagles for dead. Right. And he has kind of a half vision of a wolf. Being disappointed in him. Yeah. It's, it's like, it, I really feel like Perry's character development could have been played better since they had so many scenes with the actual wolf yeah in in like in the snow kind of lurking around i think it would have been really great if the wolf had attacked him but let him go like like ta- like tackled him and then kind of like looked at him and then ran off like yeah some, something like obvious not just like i totally changed my mind for no reason yeah 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 um because i mean while it would have been cheesy it would have been something yeah there's, there's not enough of a catalyst. Yeah, because having the wolf around is cool, but the wolf doesn't do anything in the episode. Yeah. It's just around. And it's usually moving in slow motion, occasionally backwards. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so with the dog sled team, MacGyver and Jack, and uh, now two eagles, right. catch up. And CW. They... <laughs> I can't not say it now. I have to really concentrate on saying two eagles whenever it comes across on my paper. Do you want me to cut around that? No, okay. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> it's like Darkwing Duck. Like I think that I guess. On the shovel, you can call TW. <laughs> um, when they see that one of the snowmobiles is out of gas, they figure they probably must have gone continued on to Anna's right because she's a store she probably has gas yeah uh and by you know so and that's exactly what Grant and Perry have done right so while they're at Anna's getting gas Anna is totally unaware that these guys are bad guys or I would be suspicious yeah but she doesn't seem to be yeah um which is odd like yeah like MacGyver and Jack were just here telling you about two guys on snowmobiles that have kidnapped a man yeah. They're planning to steal a mask. If I saw anyone on a snowmobile, I'd be with like... Them, with the legendary mask. Yeah, with this big <laughs> satchel. It's just like, maybe these are the guys. Yeah. Um, uh, but she invites them in, and unfortunately, while they're in, they happen to spot Two Eagles' necklace sitting on the table. Yeah. Uh, and that's when they realize that someone must have been following them, found the necklace, brought it to Anna, and is still in the area. Or she found it. Yeah. <laughs> like they lost it right out in front. Yeah, exactly. Because they drove by here and yeah. they made a note of the necklace having gone missing. Yeah. Perry says, where's your necklace? Yeah. Um, I must have lost it. Are we going to continue? Yeah, we're going we're gonna to keep going. <laughs> Just forget about the necklace. Forget about it. Forget about the necklace. Necklace is dead to me. <laughs> forget about the necklace that I left on the trail for someone to find. <laughs> Weren't you wearing pants earlier? <laughs> Forget about the pants. He's slowly stripping out all his clothes. Just like... (laughs) Why did you start with the pants, two eagles? I'm an old man. Uh, They were chafing me. Perry, can I borrow borrow your gloves? (laughs) Sure. Throws them over his shoulder. Couldn't you at least throw one and then the other one later? (laughs) Perry, your hands are freezing. (laughs) oh boy where were we (laughs) somewhere in the snow oh yeah we're at anna's cabin yep (laughs) so perry and grant have now taken anna hostage right uh so they're waiting for MacGyver and Jack to continue on the trail and probably head back this way. Yeah. And, uh... Do they not notice, like, the dog trail that followed their snowmobile trail the whole way to the cave? Like, you would... Because that's as obvious as the snowmobile, unless they went right over the snowmobile tracks. I guess, yeah. Like, then it would be a little bit harder to tell, probably. Except, I don't know, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? I guess maybe if the sleds are racing the dog tracks Yeah. going. Yeah. Uh, so they're kind of waiting at the, at the cabin Yeah. and all of a sudden you start hearing the dogs coming up and, and there appears to be someone riding yeah. the dog sled, a single person. Right. 
Frosty is his name. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is like your 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 bundle of twigs make it look like a man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, except for this looks like a man. And not just a vest. <laughs> and a someone twiggy doesn't vest. throw it out. Yeah. <laughs> So they see this coming down the way, and the guy decides, oh, whoever it is, I'm shooting him. Yeah. And he just starts firing his handgun at a bunch at, of dogs. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The dogs, essentially, yeah. But he but he hits the guy driving the the sled, and it turns out it's a snowman that just yeah. explodes. Uh, but P- Perry tries to just stop him yeah. from shooting, and then you know Grant turns around and shoots him instead. Yeah. Uh, and but then all of a sudden Mac and Jack just jump off of the roof. Yeah. And, and somehow knock... they got on the roof undetected and mm-hmm. then jump on the roof to land on Grant. Yeah, and they knock him out. Yeah. And we go right from that knockout to wolf footage and then black. Right. Um, and then we when we come back, they're still out in the snow. It's not like a wrap-up. It's like that scene continued. Yeah. And and so now, uh, you know, Max saying, like, tie, tie him up. And they run in back into the cabin to check on Perry who obviously came through for them in the end. Yeah. Um, but Switched he, allegiances at the last second. Yeah. and uh, But he's only been hit in the shoulder. Right. So he's going to be okay. And But Perry tells him, oh, we left the, we left the old man in the cave. We've got to go back for him. And that's when <laughs> T.W. comes in with the, with the mask. Yeah. And uh, Perry kind of does a, you were right, old man. I don't know why, because nothing has changed. Yeah. But, and, and... T.W. tells him that though Illicom has returned his soul to him. And that's kind of the he end should of have it. Said, he should have said, G, you were right. Because G means turn right. Oh. <laughs> no, he shouldn't have. Yeah. He shouldn't have said that. Only one person got that joke right now. <laughs> and it <laughs> and wasn't. He, and he wrote it. <laughs> um, the, uh, on the MacGyver Project blog, um, during his interview with uh, Kerry Lenhart, who was one of the four credited writers on this episode, he, he asked them about um, Mask of the Wolf, and Kerry uh, had said basically that they met with John Welpley and worked out the story, and I'll just read it directly from that. Uh, we met with John Welpley, worked out a story that had elements of the movie The Trouble with Harry, a body that keeps disappearing and reappearing at inopportune moments. We wrote up the story and turned it in. I think Stephen Downing didn't like it. And we were asked to change it. But this time we had signed our deal with TriStar and were not able to do the work. Uh, it was given to other writers on staff. They changed everything. It sucks for them that they didn't get full script credit because they deserved it. Mm. So um, I guess not much of what uh, what they had written stayed in the story. Right. Trouble but, with Harry, uh, that's a Hitchcock, isn't it? Yeah, Hitchcock, 55. But yeah, and that's basically the end of this one. Mm-hmm. I thought there would be some kind of dedication like, I thought that there was, in fact. And so I went back to check. Yeah. Um, because I had, I had watched something recently that ended when the credits faded to black and said, this story is dedicated to such and such. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it must have been this, this episode of MacGyver when I rewatched it again. Yeah. And I was like, no, no, there's no dedication. And then I remembered it was actually dedicated to, like, the, the armed forces. And it was the end of the movie Deja Vu that I watched the other day. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, okay. All right. Thank you. That'd have been funny if it happened at the end of MacGyver too, because you'd be like, "Whoa, deja vu." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this is this is, a, I mean, it's, it's an a okay, decent episode. Yeah, yeah, it's a decent episode. It, it's got some of your your classic, just like overhearing plot tropes, like let's go to this library so someone can overhear us talking about this thing and follow us. Right. It's kind of like in uh, the pirates episode where they go to the museum and over yeah. they talk too loudly about things and the bad guy overhears them and mm-hmm. decides that he's gonna he's gonna sell everything he stole that way yeah so uh but uh it's a nice story i like i really like the tomb stories like i, I was asking yeah, you to and look... i like the mechanics of the cave and, mm-hmm. and the the whole the chamber of the wolf and everything like the traps made sense to me with the exception of the piston yeah um it should have just been a counterweight you yeah. just say the sand was a counterweight holding the door. Yeah. That's all you had to say. I don't know what the MacGyverism is to solve a counterweight. It seems like it, like something having to do with building leverage to get the door to open back up. Mm-hmm. But I think the piston thing is a little weird. Yeah. But uh, I was asking you, like, while we were watching, I kept saying, what's this episode? When's this episode? Because I was thinking of all the different tomb 
related like yeah like osiris is like season six yeah like it's much further down the line yeah yeah so uh, again like with all these booby traps and secret doors and and... holy rose kicks off season five yeah so very exciting i love these episodes you know and so i consider this one and we got the one with the the gold in the winter right snow mountains like that's that's later on that's coming up that's also a really good booby trap episode yeah yeah um are there booby traps to the parker house episode i don't think so no, it, it's it. There are like secret. There are secret rooms and yeah. ghosts, um, and lead poisoning. Uh, that but, one's not far off either. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's about it. Yeah, I think that's that's everything for Mask of the Wolf. If uh, anybody has any thoughts they want to share on this one, uh, you can find us on Twitter at Opening Gambit. You can find us on Facebook dot com slash Phoenix Foundation Podcast or our website Phoenix Foundation Podcast dot com. Or uh, if you're digging the show, feel free to review us on iTunes. Tune in next week. We're going to be covering Season 3, Episode 18, Rock the Cradle, which is essentially two men and a baby. Um, is this supposed to be Jack's kid? Probably. I think I think at the beginning like they suspected. at least pretend that it's Jack's kid. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a good one. And we get Bruce McGill for a second week in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's fun. So uh, yeah, tune in for that one. And thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you.